Why settle for less than crystal clear vision after cataract surgery? Lake Eye Associates is the first practice in the region that lets you customize your vision after your cataract procedure so you can see everything you want to see. Whether it's reading the paper or watching your grandson score a touchdown. Learn more about the light adjustable lens at lakeeye.com and schedule a cataract consultation today. WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. This is the 8 a.m. expanded news feed. 15 minutes of nonstop in-depth coverage on today's top stories. The exclusive weather forecast and an expanded I-4 traffic update. Orlando's only commercial-free 8 a.m. expanded news feed. Starts with the three big things you need to know right now. Three. All right, I want you to get in on the WDBO payroll payout right now. Just tap that payroll payout button in the WDBO app. And enter the word break. Break. Now, listen to how to spell it, okay? B, as in boy, B-R-E-A-K. For your chance to win $1,000, download the WDBO app, then enter the word break. B-R-E-A-K. For your chance to get in on the WDBO payroll payout here on a Tuesday morning. We do have that dense fog advisory this morning all around Central Florida, so you may want to leave just a few extra minutes early. Another cold front coming through later on tonight, leading to a high of just 58 tomorrow. One. Our top story on WDBO. Former President Donald Trump, the big winner in last night's Iowa caucuses. Iowa, we love you. Trump declaring victory with more than 51% of the vote. Reporter Rick Klein begins our team coverage. This was an absolute blowout, a romp across the state, whether it was urban, rural, it almost didn't matter when it came to Donald Trump. He won 98 of Iowa's 99 counties. In fact, the only one he lost, he lost by a single vote. So this was utter domination, and for him to get an absolute majority of the statewide vote is, is stunning and, and a big surprise, blowing away the previous record. Governor DeSantis in a distant second place, 21% of the vote. We've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. DeSantis headed out of South Carolina to campaign. By tonight, he'll be in New Hampshire. Nikki Haley, though, remains optimistic. Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. Meaning between her and Donald Trump. The reason? When you look at how we're doing in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, and beyond. Nikki Haley saying other polls show her beating Joe Biden in a head-to-head contest. Andy Field, ABC News. Vivek Ramaswamy drops out. He is now endorsing Trump. President Biden is using the Trump win to fundraise. Coming up, FHP is searching for a driver in a stolen car. We're going to explain that next on Orlando's Morning News. I'm Channel 9 Eyewitness News meteorologist Brian Shields. Highs around 77. Coming up, we're tracking a big cold front on the way. And a disabled vehicle on I-4 eastbound of Princeton's got a right lane blocked from the WDBO Traffic Center. I'm Ed Torrance. All right, get in on the WDBO payroll payout right now. Just tap that payroll payout button in the WDBO app and enter the word break. B as in boy, B-R-E-A-K. That's break, B-R-E-A-K, for your chance to win $1,000. Again, download the WDBO app. Enter the word break, B-R-E-A-K, for your chance to get in on the WDBO payroll payout of $1,000. It's 8.03 now, WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'm Marcia Taylor. Well, be careful out there. We've got a dense fog advisory up for most of Central Florida. Visibility down to about a quarter mile in spots. This is uh, in effect until 10 a.m. this morning. 
We're also seeing some misty light rain in some areas. Of course, all of this, the leading edge of a cold front that will bring us much colder temperatures tonight and tomorrow. Some Orange and Osceola County voters have a race to decide today. A special election is on the schedule today for House District 35. Kissimmee Republican Erica Booth is up against Orlando Democrat Tom Keene. The winner will replace former Representative Fred Hawkins after he gave up his seat to become South Florida State College president. The polls are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sophie Diaz, WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. The FHP now looking for a driver who got into a crash with a stolen car. It happened before 1.30 yesterday afternoon on Silver Star Road near Mercy Drive. Troopers say a Dodge Charger hit the back of a Cadillac SRX and the side of a Chevy Equinox. After the crash, troopers say the driver of the Charger was picked up by someone else and left the scene. The owner of the Charger later reported their car stolen from the Orange County Sheriff's Office. Anyone who may have seen the crash is asked to call Crime Line. I'm Alexa Lorenzo for WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Ready to take a chance on an EV? Reporter Michael Kastner says Hertz is selling about 20,000 electric vehicles after the cost of maintenance was too much. That's thanks in part to Hertz, the rental car company that's selling a lot of its EV inventory. That includes high-mileage Tesla Model 3 starting at around twenty grand. The Chevy Bolt EUV is also selling on the Hertz website starting at around $22,500. Bitter cold and snow impacting lots of folks, 190 million people across the country. The conditions are keeping more than 1 million students home today. Schools from Chicago and Detroit to Denver, Dallas and Houston are closed. Meanwhile, four college students in Kentucky were rescued after getting stranded in the Daniel Boone National Forest. Officials say the students were camping and had underestimated the conditions. And authorities in Wyoming say a skier has died in an avalanche, the third avalanche death just this month in the U.S. Experts say conditions are ripe for dangerous snow slides across the West. Former President Trump will be back in court today, reporter M. Wynn. After taking a late-night victory lap in Iowa, Trump flew back to New York, where he plans to be in court today. A jury is considering whether he should pay additional damages to author E. Jean Carroll for defaming her in a sexual abuse case. She's already won millions in a separate case. President Biden used the Trump win to fundraise, linking his ex-comments to a fundraising page. Biden writing, it was always going to be you and me versus extreme MAGA Republicans. It was true yesterday. It will be true tomorrow. Gas prices continue to bounce up and down. AAA says the state average now $3.08 a gallon for regular. This morning, a teen is recovering after being shot at a Volusia County Park. It happened around 3.20 yesterday afternoon at Dwight Hawkins Park in Deltona. Deputies say the 17-year-old victim was shot in the leg. Paramedics took him to the hospital. Deputies are still investigating who shot him and why. I'm Alexa Lorenzo for WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. The WDBO Business News brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. More corporate chiefs are optimistic, but there is some uncertainty. 38% of corporate chiefs polled were optimistic about the strength of the economy, up from 18% last year. But 45% were worried that their businesses wouldn't be viable in 10 years without reinvention. That's up substantially from last year. More than 4,700 top executives were surveyed by the big consulting firm PW. As business and political leaders and activists arrived at the World Economic Forum's annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. It's 8.07 now, WDBO. Let's go ahead and get that extended forecast brought to you by ProTech Air Conditioning and Plumbing Services. Hello, Brian Shields. Our big front headed our way. We'll be on the mild side of it today. So those numbers in the 70s, but scattered rain and storms. And then for tonight, we'll clear out behind our front and it will turn colder. 30s and 40s by tomorrow. 
tomorrow morning. And tomorrow will be chilly all day long. More sunshine on our Wednesday, but highs running in the mid to upper 50s. Thursday up to 71, 75 on Friday, but another front works in. Scattered rain and storms later on Friday. That'll drop us off again into the upper 50s, both Saturday and Sunday. From Channel 9 Eyewitness News, I'm meteorologist Brian Shields. And right now, we got some fog at Orlando's Severe Weather Station and 68 degrees. Ed is back watching those I-4 traffic cameras. How are we doing on I-4 eastbound at Princeton, Ed? Still got that disabled vehicle blocking the right lane. Delays all the way back past Orange Blossom Trail. If you got a transponder, take the express lanes as an alternate. Also, crash on Colonial Drive westbound at Lake Downey Drive has got a right lane blocked. I'm Ed Torrance with reliable traffic reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO. Thanks for being here. It's 808. I'm Scott Inez, Orlando's Morning News here on WDBO. The Iowa caucuses were all about the Trump train. The former president rolling in last night's voting there in the Hawkeye State. Let's go in depth. Speaking of the Hawkeye State, Florida Congressman Mike Waltz is there in Iowa for us this morning. And Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Trump winning with men. He won with women. He won in the cities. He won on the farms. He takes every county but one, and he lost that particular county by one vote. I I know, Congressman, you made your endorsement of Donald Trump back in April. It was uh, a dominant night, to say the least, for the former president, wasn't it? No, absolutely. It was not only dominant, it was historic. Uh, The the previous record was uh, a winner by 12 points. So to see this at at 30 uh, was, was really incredible. I spoke out at a caucus site. Uh, the organizers said they were pleasantly surprised at the turnout, despite negative 36 degree weather, uh, uh, Scott. And, and I told the president, I said, you know, only for you, President Trump, would I leave uh, beautiful St. Augustine to come up into the Arctic vortex. But it, it was, look, it was a big night. And I think the premise that his opponents were, were putting forward, that you could have all of the amazing Trump policies on the economy, on the border, with Middle East peace. But without him, uh, I think, you know, it was proven not to be true. And as I told the group, you don't get SpaceX without Elon Musk. You don't get Apple without Steve Jobs. And you don't get America First Agenda without Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. As you said, this was about as dominant and, and historic performance as we have seen in the Iowa caucuses. Iowa, as we all know, is part of America. It is not all of America, Congressman. So how do you think <laughs> yeah. this big win translates to New Hampshire, South Carolina, and elsewhere? Well, the, you know, as you well know, uh, not everyone who wins Iowa wins the nomination in the presidency. But it is at all about momentum. Uh, and, you know, I think this was about kind of a lack of momentum for his opponents coming out and for, for anyone who doubted uh, that the Republican Party was going to consolidate around uh, President Trump. I think uh, put a lot of those doubts to bed. He won New Hampshire before. I expect him to win it again. And uh, I think by, by, you know, after South Carolina, uh, it'll be clear uh, that he is our nominee. And we are looking forward. I know he's looking forward to starting to draw those contrasts with Biden. Let's put this primary behind us and get to what we need to do, uh, which is to defeat Joe Biden and get back to economic security and foreign policy uh, policies that work. Well, Governor DeSantis and Nikki Haley not getting your message as of yet. The Governor uh, DeSantis finishing with around 21% last night, Haley at 19. There was a lot of buzz about DeSantis suspending his campaign if he finished third. Well, he gets second, and he even said last night after the votes, 
were counted that his ticket is punched. I know you have a lot of respect for your fellow Floridian here, but what do you think? Should the governor and Nikki Haley, as Vivek Ramaswamy did last night in in endorsing Mm -hmm. President Trump, should they just call it quits here, Congressman? Well, look, as, as you said, uh, I think uh, Governor DeSantis has been a fantastic governor. Uh, we wouldn't have gotten through COVID the way we did without his leadership uh, and, frankly, defying a lot of the air quotes experts. Uh, you know, I had a number of people at the caucus sites asking me last night, you know, he, he, he's a young, smart, talented guy. Why, why didn't he wait? You know, it's going to the presidency's going to be open one way or another in 28. I didn't have a good answer for that. I'll let him decide, and I'll let him decide how far he carries his campaign uh, uh, forward. I don't want to get in the punditry. Mm-hmm. I just want to get back to, and I will continue to point out, people's wallets were fuller under President Trump. Uh, their families were safer, uh, and the world was much more stable. Uh, and that's what uh, I want to draw that contrast. The, you know, The other big difference is before in 16 and 20, we were warning the nation what uh, their lives would look like under progressive leadership and progressive policies that have never worked and will never work. And now they've felt it. Uh, so I think that contrast with Joe Biden is going to be a lot easier to draw this time because they're literally feel it in their back pocket day in and day out between inflation, 8% mortgage rates and, and, uh, um, having to dig into their 401ks uh, just to make ends meet. And ABC News would agree with that as ABC reporting in their poll yesterday that Joe Biden is at 33% approval rate. I know coming out of the polls, the polling places last night, uh, a lot of Iowans said that um, a majority of Iowans said that the border was their number one issue and the economy was number two. I thought that was yeah. interesting. Um, what's your take on that? I, I, you probably heard that from a lot well, of folks in Iowa. No, no, we did. And it, and it just shows how the border issue has, has truly become a national issue. Uh, and it is just so out of control. Uh, it's so historically bad. Uh, and when you have uh, people in the interior in, in Chicago and New York, uh, literally with airports overflowing with migrants, with schools having to get shut down and kick out their students with migrants, uh, and with no end in sight and no even an attempt to get it under control uh, by the Biden administration. They won't even admit it's a problem. Uh, yeah, it, it was absolutely top of mind of everybody I talked to. I'd say uh, uh, border and economy uh, were, were definitely the one, too, but there was uh, there was certainly a contingent uh, that said, look, um, we just don't feel safe, uh, not abroad and not here at home. And uh, that's what people are looking for in the commander in chief. And, and we have one that's absent on duty right now. Well, I, I think the border was at 40 percent and the economy at 33 among Iowa voters last night. When you look at the hot spots mm-hmm. around the world in Ukraine, and the Mideast, the Red Sea, the southern border. Do you think if Trump wins the presidency again, that those hot spots at the very least are going to cool down? Well, look, and this is what I told the, you know, the islands that I spoke with. It's not just the whole country watching. Uh, it's the entire world watching. Chairman Xi of the Chinese Communist Party uh, is watching. Putin's watching. The Ayatollahs in Iran. <laughs> we can the cartels uh, in Mexico because uh, we did have peace through strength. And that's what's, you know, I think so interesting about this campaign. We're not talking about, again, theoretically what uh, President Trump could do. We're going to talk about what he did. 
Um, we literally had Nobel Peace Prize worthy Middle East peace accords. And now we have uh, our ships being fired on, our bases being fired on. Last night, uh, on Friday, Biden said the Iranians have gotten the message. They know not to try anything. And they literally, as we were at the caucus site, I was getting notices uh, from the spouses uh, of, of soldiers that were under fire uh, in Iraq from Iranian missiles that they bragged about. So, um, yes, uh, I, am, I am absolutely confident we will get to peace through strength uh, and that our adversaries respect uh, President Trump in the White House, even fear him in the White House, which is fine by me because right now they smell weakness in this White House. Well, Congressman, you can put away the parka and come back home to, uh, I won't say sunny <laughs> Florida, but it's certainly warmer no, than it is I'm there in Iowa. <laughs> okay. uh, we're heading to D.C. To, to deal with that dysfunction in Congress, okay. like that, frankly, and uh, and uh, keep the government funded. Well, it's snowing in the and swamp try to right get there. And try to get this border, yeah, and get this border under control. Amen. I mean, this, is, this has been our position to the Senate, that uh, no, no money for Ukraine, Israel, anything. Uh, until we get this border under control. So good to be on with you, Scott. Congressman, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. That is Congressman Mike Waltz. It is 816 now at WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. We do have your weather and your traffic every six minutes in the morning. After the thick morning fog, we'll look out for some scattered showers and storms, especially this afternoon. Highs around 77. Then our front moves in tonight. It's going to turn colder. Temperatures down in the 30s and 40s tonight and by tomorrow morning. And tomorrow itself, we'll have more sunshine, but it will be chilly all day long. Highs around 58 on our Wednesday. From Channel 9 Eyewitness News, I'm meteorologist Brian Shields. Currently, we're sitting at 68 degrees. Patchy fog out there. Be careful. Here at Orlando's Severe Weather Station, we've got some light fog. Ed Torrance is back. WDBO triple team traffic. What's going on I-4 eastbound near Princeton, Ed? Finally got a heavy-duty record there on scene. Right lane is still blocked, but hopefully we're going to get this cleared shortly. You still got those delays all the way back to Orange Blossom Trail. Now a crash on 528 westbound approaching the turnpike with a right lane blocked in that area. I'm Ed Torrance with Reliable Traffic Reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO.